Thank you very much for joining us once again. This is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast, episode number five. I am your host and author of the pieces you're about to hear, The Grey Knight. Today, a little bit of fun before the holiday festivities begin. We're just going to take things nice and easy and start off with a little bit of fan service. Well, hello there. How can I help you? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, no, I I get it. All right, let's just go ahead and... All right. So it looks like we have missed your delivery there twice. Sorry about that. And you ordered in a fan from New York City. Is that about right? Okay, okay. And that is the metal one. No. Oh, all right. Well, okay. Simple mistake. Uh, we can just go ahead and reorder that. Oh, okay. Whoa. All right. Then. Okay. Uh, well, ma'am, if you'd stop yelling, I promise. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna resolve your issue today. Okay. I I I'm sure you've heard it before. I've heard it myself, but I promise we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and get that done. All right. Oh man. Okay. Well. You were talking to them, now you're talking to me. I'm going to make sure this all works out, okay? I know you're hot, I know you're tired. We're going to, we're going to, no, my manager is not available. Well, the problem with that is, is that he's never available to take walk-in complaints, but there is a number on the back if you really have to call it. Well, all right, if you need to, my name is Jack and my employee number is 172. All right, then. I mean, if that's really what you want to go with it, that's fine. But here's what I'm going to do, because I don't want anybody to leave unsatisfied. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go back there. And I'm going to go ahead and bring a model of that fan up here. Switch on out the order number. You'll be good to go. You can take it home with you. All right? You can still complain. That's just fine. I'm just going to do my job. You know what? As a matter of fact, you can come on back, actually. Uh, I got something to show you. Yeah, I mean it. Come on back. We'll just go ahead and open this up and come on back with me. Take a few steps. Yeah, it's impressive, isn't it? We call that the Goliath. Uh, it's an industrial fan, obviously not for home use unless you want your cast to be oh, sucked right into into it. Uh, but uh, yeah, so let's just go ahead. You're not gonna want to stand that close. I guarantee it'll blow the clothes right off. You stand on back, and there we go. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? <laughs> you just go ahead, you take a moment, and that'll cool you right on down, and I am going to go ahead, find the model, bring it up here, scan it, and you're going to take it home. It's going to be the happiest complaint note you ever read. Let's get this done. All right. Okay. Oh. <laughs> you're like a whole other person, aren't you, when you're not all hot and pissed off? Oh, it's all right. I, I understand. I mean, I'm sound like I've never gotten the run around before, but I, I swear to you, it's a simple mistake. Happens all the time. I don't know where it happened, but happy to resolve it. Oh yeah, it is pretty loud, isn't it? It does cover up a lot of noises. I mean, I've had a couple of pissed off days where I shout some things into the fan that uh, wouldn't particularly want a customer hearing. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, 
I'm a little hesitant to say this, but uh, it has blown up your skirt a fair bit and your underwear is showing. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't quite know how to, how to mention that. You want to see something cool? Come here. Yeah, if we walk to the other side here. Yeah, it's like a nice little suction effect for when you get too cold. Like it pulls so much air in. It's kind of nice, isn't it? I kind of put my hand up against the grate sometimes. and Yeah. Well, thank you. Really? Here? Well... I mean, I do like customer satisfaction. I don't mind about that. I'm just... Hmm. Your skin's so cold. Oh my god, your thighs are even colder than your arms. <laughs> I really hope this isn't the start of a new fetish for me. I got enough already. Oh my. driving a pair of breasts like that. Oh. Oh, no, no one's gonna come in, don't worry. It's just me. Oh, fuck. oh now you're shy. Well, I've already seen everything up your skirt. So don't be too, don't be too amiss when I go ahead and bring my hand up your thighs like that. There we go, there we go. Mmm. Like I said, nobody can hear a thing behind this big old beast. And speaking of big old beasts. <laughs> uh-huh. Hold your hand out. I wanna oh, I wanna fuck your hand a little bit there. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, this is not the way I thought this day was gonna go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. Yes, ma'am, I can only imagine how good of your hand feels, what the rest of you is like, but I can't really particularly enjoy the meal at the moment now, can I? Let me just go ahead, open that up. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, you have an absolutely smoking body. It's absolutely no surprise you have to be cooled down. <laughs> yes, I know it's cheesy, but it's also pretty right. Mm-mm. Mm. You are delicious. Every single piece of you. Let me let me spin you around. Oh I need you from behind. Let me get my hands on your hips. There we go. You ready, baby? Oh yeah. Mm. Oh, push back against me just like that. <laughs> That's true, I did say we could be loud, so let's be a little bit loud. Oh, you're just holding everything I say against me, aren't you? Oh, I'm gonna give you a little tug of the head, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh. Oh. Oh, you know I like it just like that. Oh. 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 Now here you go. 
I'm gonna turn myself up to a little bit of a higher set and I hope you can handle it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. That's right. That's right. Come here. Come here. Yes. Oh. 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 Damn right I'm your full service man. Oh, you ever need repair? Well, installation, you just give me that number. You know my employee number, home office and everything. I'll be happy to come over and pay you a visit. Oh, tight enough for me now. I'm gonna push real hard. I'm gonna push real hard. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, fuck that pussy. Yes. That's what... Don't! Oh, Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, come here, come here, your hair's... Come here, your hair's caught up a little... It's okay, it's okay. Just let me untie it. Got sucked in past the grate there and then kind of looped around. It's all right. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that did not go the way that I expected at all. I'm real glad that it did. Oh, let me let me carry it out for you. No, no, it's no. Come on, let me carry it out for you. It's no problem. Well, I hope I didn't cool you down too much there, but if I did, I think I know a way to get the blood flowing once more, and that's to have some hot, steamy, wet shower sex. No, you get out of my way. <laughs> no, you are shorter than me. You get out of my way. Oh my god, this is why I never shower with you. <laughs> oh, yes, you're going to be under arrest from the shower police. The crime is not conserving water during a drought in California which is very far away. Still a very serious crime. Oh, please stop. I just want to get the water on the back of my head. It feels very good. You're the one who has invaded my Mr. Bath time. So uh, I think you should be a little bit more generous with your spirit, a little bit more magnanimous with your word. Thank you very much. Ah, <sighs> uh, oh me, oh my. I don't even remotely know how I got in these situations with you. Uh, the situation where I'm sitting here hogging all the hot water and I'm still somehow irritated with you. <laughs> well, this is why I didn't want to shower together. Like, there are some things I don't want to do as a couple, and it turns out uh, the answer is everything with you. <laughs> yeah, it's a breakup in the shower. That's a foolproof plan, right? Yeah? There's no way that one can go wrong. <laughs> uh, I'm naked. I'm wet. I'm covered with chemicals. What could possibly go wrong? Oh, and I'm trapped in a small room. So, all right, all right, come here, come here, 
switch positions with me. There we go. Okay. Back under the water. Can I take your wrists? Yeah, can I take your wrists? Come here. I'm just going to push them up against the backsplash here. Mm-hmm. And then that way, I can really make sure your tits are clean. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They seem pretty clean, but that's why we're going over every inch of them. So we just have to look all over. You know, like lift them up and rub the underside. There we go. Mm, we seem to have two little blotches right here, so we're going to scrub them extra close. Well, they're allegedly your nipples. We don't know if they actually are. Mm, you're under arrest from the shower police. Don't talk. <laughs> I don't know how to Mirandize this in a sexy way, so don't talk. Mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I think those are pretty clean. But if we reach down here, go all over your ribs. Mm-hmm. Pretty clean. But what about that ass? Hmm? Bend forward a little bit. Let's get the water running down your back. There we go. And let's just go ahead and grab it with both hands there. Yeah? Good. I like it too. <laughs> and we're just gonna... Just gonna go ahead and, you know, take a little handful here, take a little handful there. Mm-hmm. A little grip, 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 grip. <laughs> nope, you're under arrest. You can't stop. You can't stop, even though you want to. <laughs> Here, let me massage it to make it up for you. Mm -hmm. This is the pound of flesh. If you've ever wondered when somebody says that they're owed a pound of flesh, this is the pound that I'm owed. Yeah? Yeah, I probably have used that line on you before. I'm really proud of it. <laughs> mm, we're just gonna go ahead and pull you back here so the water's running down your front again. And I'm just... There's this area that is always called dirty, right? Like dirty girl and that kind of thing. So I'm just going to make sure it's extra clean. So I'm just going to open up your pussy lips here. Mm -hmm. Let the water gently flow down. See here is like this other little bump. That's what I was talking about. Hmm. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and do very gentle circles on that with the water. Shh. Shh. It's okay. Lean against me. Here, let me wrap my other arm around you. Just around your stomach and pull you against me. It's okay. I know it's a little bit scary orgasming standing up, but it's alright. You can lean on the shower. You can lean against me, okay? Mm. Do you feel how hard I get for you? 
good. Because that's how much I am into you, all soggy and naked and victimized by me in the shower pools. And I really want you to come. So just keep that in mind. Don't worry about me. You know I'm going to get mine. I really, really want you to come. Okay? Mm. I'm just going to start stroking that clit a little bit faster. Come on, baby. I want you to finger yourself for me. Right here, right now. I won't look. I'm just going to be here. Head right behind yours. Body for you to rest against. Um, just occasionally doing this little bit of pressing on your clips. Mm -hmm. Holding you so, so tight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is what you wanted when you got in the shower with me, isn't it? I know it too. <laughs> I think you're so sexy. Don't tell me to stop. I think you're so sexy. I love playing with your clit. Mm. I just love being with you. I know I should probably be calling you a horror slut or something right now, but... Uh, just cause... Mm, just cause you're fucking yourself. Just cause I'm touching you and opening you up. Uh, doesn't mean we need to do any dirty talk, to. No, we don't. Mm, thank you for interrupting me there. <laughs> uh, come on. A little bit faster. I want you to come for me. Will you come for me, baby? I'm really gonna start working that clit now. I'm gonna get really, really close to you now. Oh, I'm gonna get right up next to that ear. Come on, baby, I want you to come. Come on, baby, I want you to come. I'm gonna work it as fast as I can. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. I want you to come for me. Come on, baby. Come on. Come on, baby. Yes, there it is. Go, go, go. Come on. Come on. Oh, man. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Wow, you are just like a rag doll in my arms right now. That is ridiculous. Mm -mm. No, no rush. Mm, just stand under the water for a second. But please, don't dry off just yet because we need to have a little study session. I present our final piece for today, Study Fuck Buddies. Hey, thanks so much for meeting me. Um, 
I know I have to seem like the nerdiest guy in the world asking for a study date on a, on a Friday, but uh, I <laughs> I just feel so behind, and I know everybody else is getting hammered for finals, but I just... Uh, I, I'm talking too much. I do that when I get nervous. I'm sorry. I, I just... I'm, I'm really very, very grateful. Thank you so much. Ah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you just, you make it look so easy that you are all the way through this whole class. I've never seen you struggle. Every single time that he's called on you, you've had the answer. You, you're just really amazing, you know? No, I mean it. Okay, all right, let's see what we... You're right, we should get right down to it. Brass tax which I'm told has to do with shoes, but then I told it was told that was like an urban legend. So, I don't know. Okay. So, um, this is what I'm mostly having trouble with, right? And I was just, I was just kind of hoping that maybe if you said it, that it would suddenly make a bit more sense. So, like, could you, could you tell me what you think this is, and then I'll just... Maybe I'll get it. Maybe that's all. Um, okay. <sighs> mm hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> um, okay, you caught me. I, I did kind of drift off there. Um, <laughs> I, <clears throat> I really tried to pay attention. I did. Ooh, I just, hmm, uh, ooh, uh, <laughs> you're right, I'm not normally this nervous, um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to say it, I've, I've never been good with women before, I, I, uh, you know, how did you know? Oh god, that's so it's really it's really embarrassing. Um I am so you should you should go and you should uh, no, I haven't actually ever had a girlfriend like that, but <sighs> you should you say I should. I mean, I guess I see the point if I Pretend that I've had one, that it's easier for the next one, but then won't they... Won't they know once we start doing things that I don't... <laughs> yeah, I've seen porn. I mean, I watched porn before I came so I could rel... Oh, oh, I just said that out loud. Oh. Okay. Okay, I'll look at you. Yes, I'll... I'll... I'll keep it in mind that it's not very sexy uh, when a man just keeps looking away. I think that's uh, I think that's a fair point. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, you can take my hand. What are you going to do with... Huh. Well, some questions answer themselves, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I did touch one over the bra like this, I think. 
Algae. Okay, well. <laughs> no, I've never actually been under it before. Ooh. Wow. Aren't aren't you nervous somebody's gonna come in? Ah. Uh, this is not a side of you that I expected. Wow. Uh, oh my god, I love playing with your tits. Oh, wow. God, they're so big, too. <laughs> what do you mean they're not big? Of course they are. Jeez. Don't be... Don't be the insecure one. I've got that covered. Oh, they're really... Can I... Can I pull your shirt off? Oh, thank you. I just... I really want to... I really want to see them. Oh my god. Oh my god, I promised I would never be one of these guys who just like started and then got greedier, but look at me. Forget looking at me. Forget looking at me. Everything I said about looking at me, forget it. My god, look at you. Oh my... I can. Whew, okay, well then. Yes. Yes, as a matter of fact, that was pretty great. Uh, oh my god. Uh, no, I don't actually have a condom. I just... I don't understand if you had one, then why did you ask if I did? Oh. Uh... Well, I, I don't know how, how not carrying around a condom makes me a nice guy, but I'm I'm glad that you think so. Oh, man. <sighs> I can't believe this is actually happening. I really have had a crush on you since the first day that I saw you. You're just... You're so pretty and you're so poised and you look so nice and... Okay, okay, I can stop talking. Uh-huh. No, it's totally okay for you to do that. You're absolutely 100% alive. Okay, it's happening. Oh, today was an interesting day. I sing when I get nervous. Well, I mean, it has, it has kind of been... <laughs> it has kind of been in a waiting pattern for a long time, so yes, it is already pretty hard. <laughs> oh, oh my god. The way you slide it off your panties is so sexy. Oh, oh I just, I want to make sure. Are you sure? Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh-huh. Oh yes. Oh yes, I am sure. Do not worry about that. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I'm gonna sing again. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'll shut up. <laughs> oh. Yes, God, yes, 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 yes. 
please, please. Oh God, oh God. Are you sure? It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, 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 oh my God! How are you going so fast? I'm so sorry I didn't last longer. Jesus Christ, I'm so sorry. Oh my god, you're so sweet. Really? You you do that if you do that if I passed? Oh, I I don't think I've ever heard a motivation to study harder in my life. Can we can we hit the books right away then? Oh, you wanna you wanna give me a taste of what I, uh, well, get a pod pass, huh? I think I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah, I'm really glad you finally found a nice guy, too. Alright, guys, let's get right into it. It is question and answer time, and the first question does come from longtime listener, Socialist Barbie. Hi. Hello. My question to you is, if there's a movie made about your life, what would be the title? What would it be about? Who would you have star in it? Uh, wow, really putting me on the spot. Number one would be, the title would be, Failure, 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 Success. It would be about Failure, 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 Success. And boy, wouldn't it be great if there was an actor whose name was either failure or success so that I could really, and it would star Peter Skarsgård, and I'm picking him because I just watched him on a Netflix show. One more question from Socialist Barbie. Which of these would be harder for you to do? For you to tell someone that you love them or to tell them that you do not love them? I... I'm very sparing about saying the word love, just like I am about the word friend. Uh, I'm old school in that regard. It's very hard for me to say I love you. If you are a friend, you are an ally, and you get to borrow my money when I have excess money, and you get to stay in the extra room when I have the extra room, uh, to go above that and say you love somebody. Yeah, real hard for me. So great question. Uh, also, can't can't have love without friendship, right? Isn't that so silly that people think you can? Next question, psychotic insanity. Also, when you are recording and or writing um, the scripts, do you ever have any, like, a character in mind as far as the little girl? Like, anything that comes to mind every time that you say it? Or do you just kind of think of your fandom in general? Uh, no, I'm not thinking about one particular person when I when I'm writing the script. Uh, I I'm focusing on 
I've tried to figure out a better way to explain this, but because you're only getting the information that you hear, what I am focusing all my attention on is feeding information to your other senses through audio. So uh, I'm not thinking of anybody in particular at all. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not thinking of anybody often. What I'm thinking of is being this character who's going to really just guide you. Like you're blind and I'm taking your hand and I'm walking you through someplace and I'm describing all the sights because you want it, not because it's annoying to you. Because <laughs> that's what seeing people apparently do to blind people and blind people apparently go, uh, pass. Okay, one more from Psychotic Insanity. Do you have a favorite time of day? And I don't mean like a specific time so much as like, um, do you prefer the daytime, the nighttime, the afternoon, the morning, such and such? What people legitimately always accuse me of is, I bet you're a night owl. I bet you're a night owl. And legitimately, it, as far as I can tell, there's no difference. I know that I wake up in such a way that all of my ex-girlfriends have found some somewhat frustrating because I just wake up. I just wake up um, and then I get out of bed and I don't understand the I can't leave my bed <clears throat> bit at all that they all did. They're all, they were all sleepy sleeps. Um, I just get up and I get out of bed immediately and start the day and it doesn't matter if I'm waking up at 8 a.m. Uh, or 4 p.m., as far as I can tell in my cycle. So, because uh, I've done both. I have done both. I have done night jobs before. Okay, so bear with me if this is a little bit abnormal. We're, we're taking different kinds of submissions, so guinea pig. This next question comes from Brass Pistol. Hi, Jack. Um, this is my first time asking a question out loud, so this is going to be different. Um, <laughs> I know that I'm a big fan of some holiday stuff. Uh, pretty big fan of the Hanukkah Gelt and Sufka and the Yot, which mm. is donuts, actually. Anyway, um, are there any holiday traditions, food or otherwise, whatever, um, that you're looking forward to? Uh, absolutely there is. There is a food that symbolizes Thanksgiving for me, and that is the chicken enchiladas, or the turkey enchiladas. Whoops, what a slip. Um, for Christmas, it's something called Chex Mix. And what that is, is it's very simple, but often, you know, the foods that bring you back to childhood are. It's just three kinds of cereal, wheat, corn, and, oh, there's one other. And they're these little tough squares. And then you mix them, my mouth is starting to water, and then you mix them with pretzels and nuts, and then you coat them with butter, except we use coconut oil, uh, and various spices, and then toast that in the oven so it all comes out really crispy uh, and spicy. And I love it. And it's just about time to start making it. Oh, it's going to be so good. Thank you so much. Okay. Next up, like I said, it's a little bit of a Wild West, still adjusting the system. It's Jazzy J. Hi, Jack. Hello. Uh, 
I had a question. It's a random question. Okay. So forgive me, but forgiven. If you had five million dollars mm-hmm. and you could do anything you want with it without mm-hmm. consequence, mm-hmm. what would you do with the money and why? Uh, I've just been very curious, and I really wanted to know what what I mean, you would do with the money. <laughs> so um, that's my question. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for the question. So, fun answer first. I would use it because she said consequence-free, which means I can't get in trouble to become a paramilitary dictator because I could hire people to kill people, but you couldn't kill them, and I couldn't get arrested, and I would be Pol Pot. Uh, What would I really do with $5 million? Uh, I'd do this. If I didn't ever have to make money, I would release a piece of content a week at least. I really believe that. My connection with you guys, uh, I would do this. I would write. I would write more longer pieces. I would. If I never had to worry about money again, I would be writing more screenplays. I really do want to get a pilot accepted one of these days. It's really on my list. Um, I would, since I have a background in it, I would largely delegate, because I have connections in this field, I would largely delegate a field, a group of people, to make the most biggest female-friendly porn site that uh, that we could. And that's not philanthropic at all. Uh, legitimately, that's that would make so much money over the course of its lifetime. Uh, maybe that could go to philanthropy afterwards, but there's no—it would be a big project. It would take years, obviously— but yeah, I when I look around at the slim pickings that are female-friendly sex sites, uh, I just go, I know, I know the only thing keeping me back from doing better since I, since I have done the website thing before. Uh, I know it's only resources. So thank you, Jazzy, for the questions. Here comes Lizard324. Hi, Jack. Hello. Liz here. I just had a couple questions. The okay. first one is what part of the process do you enjoy the most? Is it the writing, the editing, or the recording? Well, of those three, the recording, because it's it's uh, it's kind of done at that point. Like editing is fairly simple uh, with this with this setup. So once once I hit the record button, it's time to go, and that's a very good feeling. Um, and then my second question is. What is your favorite thing to cook? I know you like to cook, and so do I. And I'm curious if there's something you particularly enjoy or is your go-to meal when you're uh, really trying to relax or be in a hurry. When I'm trying to relax, thank you for the questions, Liz. When I'm trying to relax, it's just a a tri-tip pot roast. Tri-tip's just a kind of cut of meat. Uh, I make it very well. My favorite thing to make and impress, if we're going to be doing a coarse meal kind of thing, uh, I make an excellent pea soup from scratch. I just kind of, I just kind of one day lost it and just started making pea soup every day for sixty days. So it's really good. Up next, we have Carrie. Carrie, quite contrary. So I, like every other girl that listens to you, was wondering about you the other day, uh, just wondering about, you know, the day-to-day, Jack, that uh, we all don't really get to see a whole lot. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I know women have asked you about 
your height and your hair and your hands and your cock, just pretty much everything. Um, but I was wondering, what's your style like? Are you uh, <laughs> like when you go to work through the week? Are you like a coat and tie kind of guy, which is really hot, uh-huh. or are you more of like a casual dude, like button downs, t-shirts, and jeans, which oh. is also very hot? Um, basically, what. I'm trying to do is to round out the picture in my really? head. Is that what you're? So yeah, details. To do. What are you wearing right now, Jack? Uh, well, right now I have on my finest sweatpants for you. So let's not pretend that I made an effort here, or that I didn't, because I did. Could have chose the ratty ones. Um, I mean, I make this. You guys know I do a physically exhausting job, right? So when I when I get home, I shower and I change into something nice. Actually, I'm typically better than that. I typically, to be good to you and get you new content as quick as possible, I actually edit and upload everything uh, and then take the shower. But when it's time for podcast and, and uh, recording, uh, I'm in a t-shirt, guys. Um, I did the corporate culture thing. I wore slacks. Uh, I wore slacks and a buttoned-up shirt uh, every single every single day, even even on casual Friday. I said, "Work doesn't take Friday off, and neither do I." Uh, but uh, but in my current position, I work in a warehouse. Like, could you imagine how hilarious that would be if I showed up in a three-piece suit, like full vest and everything? Full vest with the buttons undone in the right way that women find sexy for this twenty-year period as opposed to every other period of suit vest wearing in history. Mm-hmm. Picky. You're all picky. Uh, that'd be hilarious. Maybe I should do that on my final day and be all like, why are you dressed up? And I'll be all like, oh, I'm quitting. And they'll be all like, what? And I'll be all like, yeah, I'm dressing for the job I want. Sexy. Boom, boom, boom. Another question from Carrie. So what is your very favorite thing to cook? Um, for yourself, and what's something that you really enjoy cooking for other people? Oh my god, I already answered that one perfectly from downtown, like I had psychic aforethought. That's gonna, hold on, hold on, before we start the next question, okay, that's gonna sound like I heard those beforehand, but I swear to you I didn't. That was just perfect. Okay, last question from Carrie. Hey Jack, it's Carrie. I'm so thankful that you opened up uh, your voice questions to uh, MP3 files and stuff to your email. So I really appreciate that. I'm not entirely sure why Vocaroo wasn't working on my phone. Anyway, here I am. Hi. Um, My question is this. Uh, We all know that um, you've been a writer and a screenwriter for a long time. So... Do you remember the very first thing that you ever wrote, and would you be willing to share it with us? I do remember the first... I don't remember the first thing that I wrote because I was writing fiction for fun by age four, and I know how pretentious that sounds, but it's true. The first thing I remember writing is not at all surprising for a kid that had very low self-esteem, was the first thing I got recognition for. We had a writing period, I want to say third grade, but it could have been second. When did Simpsons debut? Because this was just after the debut of The Simpsons. Bart Simpson was every kid's idol. Um, So right right around then. Um, 
We had 15 minutes every single day of shut up and write time. And I think it was mostly just the shut up that, that the teacher did it for, frankly. And I, I, I obviously didn't pay attention to anybody. I just wrote. And I, I wrote what is essentially fan fiction because of my obsession with a game called Dragon Warrior. I know it's, I know it's Dragon Quest now, but at the time it was Dragon Warrior. And... Uh, I just talked about this dude just walking around the countryside, uh, slicing up monsters, getting bags of money, saving women and moving on, because, you know, my my testicles were not producing testosterone enough to want to have any relations with the women. I just knew you had to save them. Patriarchy. So, uh, I... <laughs> so I... Uh, just did this fan fiction, essentially. Made it my own. Made it my own. He didn't kill dragons and orcs and slimes, thank you very much. He killed, uh, he killed winged beasts and oozes. So let's, let's not say that originality is dead. Thank you. But I wrote and I wrote and I wrote every single day. And I'll never forget this as long as I live. I was a shy, ugly kid that had a lot of trouble expressing any verbal language. Look at me now. So I got picked on a lot. got picked on a lot. And the teacher came over and grabbed my three-ring notebook one day, and she said, none of you are writing. And all the kids were like, yes, we are. She goes, no, none of you are writing. He's actually writing. And then she took the pages one by one, held up the notebook over her head and flipped through every full scribbled page with little notes in the margin, um, page after page. And kids' eyes went from the pages back to me to the pages back to me. And at the time, I was humiliated. But I remember walking home, and it may have even been not that day, but I remember walking home, and I remember just laughing, just laughing. Because they were, it was so silly. They were so silly. They were acting like the most easy and natural thing in the world was magic. So uh, that's a nice story, right? And ever since then, I have loathed myself because that's what writers do. Okay, next question we have comes from, uh-oh. Like I said, I'm sorry, you guys have to, you have to hold on for me here. Uh, uh uh-oh, uh-oh. See, I got too carried away. Uh, Last two questions are going to be from Lionhearted Slut. Lionheart Slut. Hi, Jack. It's uh, Lionheart Slut. We're Ah. on about the fourth recording because I couldn't stop laughing at my name. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And uh, I was going to make fun of you for that, but, well, you know, my credibility's gone now. Uh, Slut (laughs) is actually a reference to the anachronistic old-timey slang for a woman with a messy room. Sure it is. So there is is that, which, uh, Uh I thought it was funny. What kind of podcast did you submit this to? Um, my question is, I was going through an old podcast, and you said that you believe in behavioral psychology, which, I mean, they're, they're, some of their tenets are sound, but B.F. Skinner was just such a mess of a human being and mm. terrible. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm a Chomsky girl, and I just, you know, <laughs> I, wh- why? 
I'm sorry. Uh, where where exactly do you draw the line with behaviorism philosophy, and why do you why do you identify with that one specifically? Well, okay, that sounded better. All right. Just just to be clear, um, I I believe in modern behavioral psychology. Uh, and then another another broader point because uh, Skinner was a horrible person. She was very gen she was very generous there. He was a horrible person. You know who else is a horrible person? Roman Polanski, uh, you know what's a really good movie, Rosemary's Baby. You do not have to, you do not have to forego any pleasure in this life because it originated in something awful. That's all. That's the point I want to make there. Why behavioral? Because I'm a pragmatist at the end of the day, so talking about problems is fantastic but repeatedly being drilled and asked the question by someone who I know has my best interests at heart and just keep saying, but okay, how do we fix this has had a tremendous positive influence on my life. Just the constant question of where are we going? Quo vadimus. And what's next is by and large my motto these days still. And that is behavioral psychology at its core. Okay. Life was bad. Your self-esteem sucks. You can you can find out why that's the case, and I've delved into cognitive therapy. Or you can ask yourself, what are you going to do with the remainder of your time? Is that for everybody? Absolutely not. Is it for me? Yeah. Yeah. Five stars on Yelp. Okay, one last question again from Lionheart Slut. Lionheart Slut again. I'm in, uh, haunting your inbox, I suppose. Boo. Uh, I had a little bit of a more serious question. You have been, you've talked about a few times having really struggled with depressive issues and mm -hmm. things like that. And uh, things have been pretty, pretty tough for me lately. I was in the ER for most of today and so for a possibly fatal thing. Luckily, it's fine and I just need some antibiotics, but you know, it's scary stuff and handling large emotions is difficult. So any, any tips would be great. Thank you. So my first tip is that if somebody had a cure for depression, then one out of five people wouldn't be depressed. If there was a cure for it, a one size fit all, uh, well, I would joke if it wasn't depression, say I'd be a very rich man selling the cure. Uh, but on this one, obviously, I'd give the cure away for free. Uh, your depression. This is this is why we need to re. Ooh, we're ending on such a serious note, but that's okay. Depression is a very real topic this time of year. The holidays is when is when it really gets rough for people. So let's let's just just talk about mental illness. The reason why we need to make mental illness not taboo is because, and this is, this is me speaking, this is not anybody else, so take what's valuable and leave the rest. To me, depression is basically the cancer of mental illness. There isn't a cancer and there isn't a depression. But saying either word shuts down otherwise really good and close people. It sucks the oxygen out of the room. Um, it's, it's, it's just 
awful be getting treated so differently for finally putting yourself out there. I've experienced it. And you likely have at some point in your life too. So one reason why we need to repeal this stigma is so people can talk about their depression instead of having to use this huge overwrought term that frankly is not the most helpful approach because the last oppressive episode I had, my depression was causing me to not sleep, to go to the gym and hit a bag and have to stop myself from, from screaming, from, ah, it manifested in anger. Even though I knew it was depression, it was manifesting in anger. Whereas almost every single other depressive episode I had, lots of sleep, couldn't get out of bed, uh, uh, just lay there. Uh, once I stopped eating, I didn't, I didn't have any calories for literally zero calories for 10 days. Um, once, and this is, this is awful, but I'm trying to repeal the stigma. Once I intentionally stopped flushing the toilet because the house needed to smell like shit because I was shit. That was a perfectly logical thought. <sighs> Sexiest podcast on the internet, ladies and gentlemen. See? Defense mechanism. A totally non-joking, almost evasive uh, thought defense mechanism instead of being honest with you guys. I'm sorry. You deserve better. That was a logical thought. I'm shit, so everything should smell like shit. Because that's what I deserve. Um... And that's been period. That's been a periodic fight that has gotten better and better with time, to the point now that when I'm having that depressive episode, I feel so ready for it. It's like, yeah, yeah, you got me the first fifteen times, but let that be a lesson to you. Nobody beats Jack sixteen times in a row. That's a stolen line from tennis. Um, I wish I could remember the name of the guy. So, that's the first thing is. <clears throat> Depression is yours. It's your lifelong enemy. And believe it or not, it's your lifelong friend. I do believe that as well. I do believe that depression gives you good things as well. That there is inherently a reason for the, cor uh, the correlation between artistry and depression. I do, I do, I do. So, as we move into this holiday season where it is about to be on this broadcast, love and, and self-appreciation and self-empowerment during the hardest time of the year emotionally for most people. Remember, you are valuable. You are good. You are not your depression. Your depression is going to ebb and flow. And if right now your depression is telling you that you are worth less than you are, then take a deep breath every single time that it is. Fight every single impulse of your bad. 
get out of that space as quickly as you can. It's not easy. It's not easy. But you are training yourself to always kick what's kicking you right back. And if you kick enough, let me tell you, it will, it will subside. It will get smaller. You existed before depression. You'll exist after it. Now, I know that that's just for depressed people. What about people who just have a hard time during the holidays? What about people who just, they don't want to face their family? They, like me, they feel that they are uh, failures because they've been told that they are. They don't have all the answers. They, they might not have any. When I was in my mid-twenties, I might as well have known nothing. I might as well have been a baby walking around with full cognitive ability, but otherwise have no other answers. None of that is wrong. You are okay. The holidays will pass. You're going to make it to the other side. And one day, you will look back on your situation and say, I'm sorry, past me. Believe it or not, you're going to look back on who you were and you're going to apologize because you should have been so much more nice and supportive to yourself. Now, prove me wrong. That's my challenge to you before we wrap up. Prove me wrong. Prove me absolutely positively wrong. And show me that you're going to be as kind and supportive as you can be to yourself during the next couple of weeks. When again, things are hard for everybody. It's not just you. But if you're like me, I promise you, you're going to look back and say, I should have been in your corner. I should have been a better friend to you past me. I really should have. Hmm. It seems like a pretty good place to end it for the week. So a small programming note before we continue. The next episode's going to be a little bit late. It's not going to be released on Thursday. Aiming to get it together on the 21st or 22nd. It is an extended edition of the podcast, and it is going to be holiday-related. Please consider sending me your holiday-related questions. That would mean a lot if we could keep that thematically going. There will not be a podcast either between Christmas and New Year's. I'm taking that time off, uh, but I will be right back with you the first Thursday in the new year. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what? Screw, screw the plug. You're a good person. You probably need to hear that much more than you do, and things are probably going to go pretty rough. And I'm shocked at my reaction to a last question I thought I was going to wrap up in one minute, but here it is, right before time runs out. You are a good person. Get through the holidays. You, if you are nothing else, you are my gift. You are my absolute gift. <laughs>